You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rakari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right. We're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. Explore epic sagas with Rare Drop Roleplay. Recap the latest in sports with Overplayed. Unleash your inner hero on comics. Dive into a galaxy far, far away through Star Wars and Scotch. And pick the brains of industry experts on Broman Podcast. Whatever you're looking for, Rare Drop Entertainment has you covered. Check out our full lineup at raredrop.co. Welcome to episode 25 of the Old Fashioned Podcast. The Old Man Podcast. Sorry we're a week late uh, on on this one, which is, we're talking about Dune today. We're uh, wrapping up our Twilight Zone for this year. Uh, we'll go back to it next year, don't worry, when it becomes spooky season again. Um, <laughs> and uh, whatever else comes up along the way, you know how this is. We like to keep it loose and informal. But how are you, Mike? I'm very good. How are you? Good. Especially because good. I had King's Coast coffee this morning. <laughs> Can you have a good morning without starting your day with King's Coast? It is virtually impossible. I heard That's that what Wayne I hear. is sending you a growler of the Dude, uh, Blue Point. Do you know how excited I was when he said that? Yeah, it's it's good I, stuff. I'm, I'm was, excited. No shit. Yes. Yeah, I haven't had it yet, so I'm excited to try it. But uh, it's uh, it's exciting that we even got to be. Uh, it's incredible. A part of that, and hopefully, it leads to bigger and better things with the folks at Blue Point, who are literally our neighbors. So, yeah, KingsCoastCoffee.com holiday blend is out. Hot cocoa is available. Go get it before it's gone. That's the best I got for you today. KingsCoastCoffee.com. So, I got the Pixel Six, Mike. I am the pro. I am so jealous. I'm so. You got the pro version? Yeah, I got the pro. It's really nice. It is. I'm it, extremely jealous. This, I'm extremely jealous. So from the 3XL to the 4XL didn't feel like much of an upgrade. Mm-hmm. This feels like a completely different, more intuitive Why? phone that does more. There's just more. Um, and, and I guess depending on who you are, you can say this is good or bad. There's more connection to Google. It drags you a little bit deeper into the Google mm. world. Uh, so take that how you will. For me, it mm. works because I have Google Home all over my house. My wife has a Pixel. Uh, we use G Suite at Rare Drop. So it kind of makes my life easier. But at the same time, some people might not like it because it it fully immerses you into uh, Google's universe. I don't really know Google's a better way scary. to say that. I mean, Google it's all scary. fucking scary at this point. Well, you know, at least... Now you're you're kind of screwed no matter what, man. Yeah. Really. So if you go with Google, Google's very upfront. Like, yeah, we're gonna sell your shit, and <laughs> we don't make any. There's no, we're not no bones to pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're selling your shit. Versus, I, uh, if you want to take advantage of technology, you have to go in signing your your life away. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't you have to enter the twilight zone. 
That's unfortunately the truth of it. But I like the phone. Um, Lots of little tweaks that they made. The camera is a little obnoxious. Uh, you I was just going to ask you about the camera. You can't see from this angle. So I'm waiting for my screen protector and my... Um, what the hell is the case going to look like for that camera? I don't know. I'm waiting for my Google case on that. But the camera literally comes off like probably uh, a few centimeters off the back of the phone. Now, what's the difference between... What is it? You said the Pro? The Pro is the big boy. Why? How much bigger? I don't know because I haven't seen the other one yet. I would love to go. It has the curved edges like the Samsung phones too. Mm -hmm. So it kind of curves over the side to give you a little bit extra screen size. See, um, I love... I do like my... Because I have a note right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I mean, obviously when the 6 came out and you sent it to me, I'm, I'm intrigued about going back to Pixel. The fingerprint scanner is on the front. <laughs> squeeze me oh in the glass it's part of the screen yeah it's yeah. not the most intuitive tool and i read that the uh screen protector will make it even worse but oh man because their screen protector was amazing on the old one i buy the third party ones i because i beat the shit out of my phones so i buy the third party ones they come in like packs of five and i replace them like every two months um all right, so through Verizon, I can get the Pro for 30 fucking bucks a month. That's dumb. Because I don't think I can buy it directly through Google. What advantages are there to... Is it literally just bigger for the Pro? Or is there any other advantages? I don't... It might be a better processor. I haven't really done much research because i always just spring right for the pro i don't even i have to say though man <sighs> their pricing is pretty competitive yeah oh yeah i i traded in my old phone and i paid i think eight and change for this it's 8.99 for the pro i buy unlocked by the way so from, from google it's 8.99 yeah i buy unlocked on the google store because i i have t-mobile and i paid like eight and change with my trade-in with tax with the case and uh yeah see i have i have that was my Verizon, final though. price with all the extras so i'm sure someone will correct me but I, I don't think i can buy this unlocked as a verizon customer can i can you i don't know i mean i can't so like i could pop I think in a you sim card can buy it unlocked and well you said verizon doesn't have sim cards anymore uh-uh so then no, no, probably. right? Yeah, because maybe I had to pop a SIM card into mine. Yeah. Why they get rid of SIM cards? Because they want you to buy new phones through them. Yeah, probably. I don't know. We had a super negative experience with AT&T, who still uses SIM cards and T-Mobile. AT&T sucks. Yeah, she she refuses to go back. It was in all honesty, it's a horror story. It was the biggest nightmare dealing they're, with them they're not doing well financially either so i could see them well i think i could see why they treat their customers like trash t-mobile is is better than they were and they're better in the south than they are in the north really mm -hmm. the sprint acquisition changed them and gave them better surface area but even before mm -hmm. that when i moved down here t-mobile in new york sucked t-mobile down here was good verizon yeah it's great in, in the north, but it's like on par with T-Mobile here. But it's okay, more expensive. T-Mobile is like eh, pretty much up here. It's either AT&T or Verizon. Yeah. Yeah. So I like T-Mobile's holding on, but it's a good phone. 
Um, it's the same. Uh, what is it? It's the same. It's the iPhone has a higher resolution, but Tim and I were saying at the size of the phone, it doesn't yeah. really matter. It a screen in your pocket. I mean, 1080 still technically looks good, and they're both 120 hertz, so so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so it, it's it, all. It truly doesn't matter at, at that size of a screen. No, no, it doesn't. You know what I'm? Uh, you but, know what I'm doing this weekend? you doing this weekend i'm driving up to south kagalaki to see our boy rob oh yeah i just got a ipad uh seat holder thing for the kids perfect because it's it's about a four and a half five hour drive uh so i got that and then i'm gonna you know get some shitty fast food because what what else would i have on the way to rob's house i i mean i carl's jr I'm assuming he's going to try and take me to Five Guys at least once a day. <laughs> That's what I'm assuming. I love Five Guys. I do too, I but say. not as much as Rob. Have you seen Got the it. the Five Guys uh, two patty trick to make two burgers? No. So you order a burger, the double that they have. Yeah. And then you ask for an extra bun, which is only like 50 cents. And then you have them put all the toppings on the side. And you split it. And then you have two burgers for the price of a double. Dang. Dude, I used to, no lie, I used to eat two double, two bacon doubles with jalapenos, cheese, and the toppings. God bless you. I used to eat two in a sitting. How old were you? Early 20s. Yeah, that's when your metabolism. Mid-20s. Mid, mid yeah. I used to get $20 worth of Taco Bell for myself in my early 20s, and I still dude, had a six-pack. Remember, remember when they had the big box of tacos? It was like oh, yeah. 20 tacos. Yeah. We would get one for each of us mm -hmm. and finish it. I made uh, really good tacos. Um, so my in-laws brought over these cubed, like a whole tray of cubed beef from Costco. And normally Danielle makes beef. I'm going to butcher it. The Borgignon or whatever. The Julia Child's dish. Okay. Uh, it's French. Uh, so this time I was like, what if we slow cooked it and made tacos and like shredded the beef? And she was like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's try that. So yeah, we, I cooked it for tacos? like six, seven hours on, on Sunday and then we shredded it and I had all this juice from the beef and I'm like, Wayne, this feels like a waste to throw this away. This is like good broth or something. I don't know how to use it. And he goes, well, you got two options. One, you can, um, make like a ramen broth with it. And put some Ooh. noodles and some veggies in there. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. And he goes, too, if you want to use it today, have you heard of Berea tacos? Or Berea, I don't know how to say it exactly. But apparently it's this internet trend right now. Uh, basically, you take the broth and you kind of spoon it all over the taco. And then you fry it real quick. So I was air frying it. So I, I put it in for about three minutes. Wow. Holy flavor enhancer, dude. Holy flavor enhancer. For real? Like, I was shocked at the difference because I had one taco that that was I didn't do it with, and then I had one that I did. It just tastes different. It just brings out all the beef on everything, and it really, really has a good, solid flavor. I used... Uh, just regular ass taco seasoning because I had it okay. in bulk. I have a Old I have a specialty one. Yeah, I have a specialty one that I get. I showed you the ones, the spices that I have in those little jars when you were here. Yep. Yeah, I have yeah, a yeah. taco one, but I didn't want to use that on like 
the amount of beef that we had. Okay. And plus, Fair. I was experimenting, so I just I used like shitty old El Paso. It was delicious, Mike. Delicious, like gourmet okay. tacos. So just put your so we use quinoa. We don't use rice, but just put your beef, your rice, and your uh, cheese on it, and then put in the and then give it its little bath with the spoon. Um, what I do is I take it, I put it in a bowl, and then I just spoon it out from the jar and like all over the taco. So it drips and then I put it in a plate and then I put it in the tray in the air fryer. Three minutes, bada bing, bada boom. Also, if you get taco shells, get the ones that can stand up. Yeah, that's a that's a every time. Yeah. If you do that, if if you're still laying tacos down, got bigger problems. Right. And obviously you can't really do this with soft tacos. It has to be hard shells and I highly recommend using the ones you can stand up with the flat right. bottoms so that sounds awesome yeah no it was delicious highly recommend give it a whirl All right the slow cooker though was the the kicker there so uh yeah and then we had it for leftovers last night again and it was still delicious so excellent can't be ma- it's great because the air fryer like melts the cheese and crisps the beef a little bit just a touch but it also locks in that flavor from the from the the um the broth it's amazing so. And this has been a, like a like an internet trend. B i r r i a tacos, barilla tacos. Okay, Google it. Okay, use the Google machine. But yeah, I was uh, I was impressed. Wayne oh. never steers me wrong with that stuff. He's no. also the one that gave me the uh, Thanksgiving turkey um, uh, recipe that I use. You going for it again this year? I want to air fry it if I can get my Traeger in time. Oh, I'm okay. sorry, not air fry it. Uh, uh, smoke it if I can get my Traeger in time. Okay. But Daniel also doesn't want me to have that be my first time smoking a turkey. So, because she... Oh, and for I, Thanksgiving? And I quote, Mike, and I quote, well, what if you fuck up Thanksgiving, Kevin? <laughs> End quote. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm going to. I guess you can always get Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) We are going out to eat. (laughs) Fucking. But yeah, it was. um, We'll see what happens if I if I can get that trigger in time. If not, I'll just make it the regular way I always do. Just just have Tim stand over your shoulder. Tim, I gave Tim the idea to smoke it and he made turkey breast on Sunday and he said it came out amazing. I think, too, regardless of whether I smoke the turkey for Thanksgiving, I'll have the trigger by Christmas. I think I'm going to do for Christmas dinner because I always like to mix it up for Christmas. Hold on. Siri is like thinking that I'm talking to her. I'm not talking to you, Siri. Um, For Christmas dinner, I think I'm going to smoke turkey legs. Like the ones you okay. get at like a theme park, the fat ones. Yeah. yeah. Do that. Real medieval of you. Yeah. And then do it with like a fish, like a salmon or something. Or Renaissance fair. Yeah. For, for Christmas. I think that's going to be the but Christmas. What if you fair. fuck up Christmas dinner, Kevin? Well, by then I'll have practiced. So. You'll dial it in. Yeah, I'll have given the turkey legs a few try because <laughs> I could have turkey legs two or three times in December and not be upset. That's fair. Yeah. So, but yeah, aside from that, not much going on. We're doing an escape room with Rare Drop next week as a team building exercise. Ooh, what's the theme? Or do you not know yet? The Asylum. Awesome. Yeah, we're not allowed to film in there because there's lots of secrets and stuff. So we'll film the going in and then the reaction immediately following. Okay. So that'll be fun. What do you got going on? Anything exciting? This weekend? In general? Nothing. You went camping last week, right? 
Yeah. Uh, did we talk about that last time? I don't think so. Two weeks ago. Three weeks ago? Well, we didn't do a show last week because I had to cancel. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's a week behind. You and camp- Camping with the Boy, right? Yeah. Well, I think we touched on that last time. Did we? No. Yeah. Because wow. I talked about the Cheez-Its. What, what are you playing? Oh, yeah, you did talk about the Cheez-Its. You're right. Yeah, what yeah, are you yeah. playing right now? Dude. Uh, so I, I had to take a break from MMOs just because Endwalker's coming. Yeah, of course. So, so I went in the complete opposite direction that I go, which is shooters. And that's kind of like my reset button. COD. And uh, dude, so I uninstalled COD, which is awesome having those 200 gigs back. <laughs> but I, uh, I started playing um, Insurgency Sandstorm. Oh, that's random. Dude. That game has no business being as good as it is. That's that's just funny. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's the one that was like, the U.S. recruiting tool at one point, right? Nope. That was uh, that's proving grounds. Oh, OK. This you take like the movement from Rainbow Six Siege, like mm-hmm. the, the peaking corners and all that jazz. But then. uh, Like the tactical shooter, I, I can only assume Tarkov is. Yeah, but it's like, dude, none of this like stupid in your face um, kill feed crap. Like there is a kill feed, but it's very subdued, Mm -hmm. man. The only way, you know, like if you get a headshot is the big plume of red (laughs) that comes on the back wall. Okay, it's awesome. You catch yourself out of position. You're like two shots down. Respawn and walkers is this month, right? November 19th. Oh, wow, uh, if you soon. pre-ordered, yeah, that's soon. I am, uh, I am playing Far Cry Six. How far are you? Uh, eight hours, nine hours in. I'm just trying I to keep... mainly stick to the story. Yeah, I keep seeing. I don't know if it's just like uh, reviewers being reviewers, but it's basically like if you've played a, if you've played Far Far Cry before, you've already played this Far Cry. So here's my here's my two cents on that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That is true. So it it's a Far Cry game. If you don't like Far Cry games, you will not like Far Cry Six. If you like Far Cry games, you will like Far Cry Six. I don't why I don't know why that's so hard for people to grasp and why they expect every sequel to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes it's that's nice fair. to be familiar in a new environment. If nothing else, consistent. Yeah, and they were. And there's a cute little. Dotson puppy that you get as a companion named Chorizo and he has a little wheelchair because his little hind legs don't work and he like distracts people for you and it's the cutest (laughs) thing as you shoot them in the fucking head Uh, it's like thank you little puppy for helping me commit murder you're so cute what did we get in five was it a bear five you got the you got the you got a bear and a cougar I don't I don't think you get human companions in this one by the way Oh, really? I think it's mission by mission. I don't think you get to choose. I think you just get animals in this. Interesting. I think they did a really good job in five. So I don't I I don't know why you wouldn't. Continue well, everyone that said that five was just a better version of four. And now they're like, well, six is just like five. And it's like, oh, my God, it's a sequel. It is not a new game. It is. It is. And <laughs> it is a sequel. <laughs> like did you st- play back for blood. I watched people play it. I did not play it. It's any does it look any good? I mean, do you like Left for Dead? Yes. Then you'll like Back for Blood. All right, fair. And it has a campaign. All right. 
I so. the the idea of the card like the card system was intriguing. It it's very light and non intrusive, so which is nice. Yeah, it's kind of just like bonuses. Like remember how it was in in uh, Battle Battlefront? Yes, it's kind of like that. Great game. Yeah, kind of hope. Well. Battlefront. I hope anybody other than EA comes out with a new Battlefield. No, it'll be dice if it if it if it comes out again. Or uh, I'm sorry, what did I say? EA. EA. Well, they I mean they they publish it. It. it yeah, but it's the, the when they. Well, I don't know who to blame for that mess. Uh, I mean, originally it was dice, but they fixed it. So, and the mod yeah, community I? for that is insane. There's so many good mods if you want to just run around. Like you can be Mando, you can be Ahsoka. You, you, there's so many cool mods. It's still got a pretty active player base, I, I believe. It's Star Wars. Star Wars is evergreen. You're always gonna that's have true. player base in every. I'm playing Swotor again too. That's like my MMO fix right now. Um, and they'll always I started. Be, they'll always be. What I started start? a character a couple weeks ago. Well, Rob started say, a new one today. So. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was going to log in and take a screenshot of my character. And I was like, nah, I'm not I even going to go down this rabbit hole. I sent hole. them both because me, Rob and Mike have like a little video game chat. And I sent them both a picture of I got this new mount when I got a new Mando armor for my uh, new bounty hunter. Um, and it looks like a Final Fantasy mount. It has like all of these turrets on the front. And I don't know. It's really cool looking. And I was like, I like my new mount. And then, then this morning, Rob sent a screenshot of him downloading it. And he said, damn you, Kevin. <laughs> All it took was one image of me on one of the shittiest planets in the game. And he's in. All right, cool. Oh, well. Uh, he doesn't. When when does the fucking season of the master or whatever come out for classic? Uh, I don't know. Uh, he said, I think this month, end of this month. I'm not a um, classic player, I guess, if you will. But I just I don't understand the concept of seasonal classic characters. I thought the whole leveling process was such a grind. Why would you make it a seasonal thing? Like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I don't know about you, but I mean, I don't. You don't play MMOs for that purpose. You play Diablo for that purpose. Yeah. Short lived characters that you're not attached to. Yeah. I don't. I. I. I, 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 I haven't touched WoW. I got. I get the urge sometimes to like go roll a new character or level some of my older ones. But WoW Endgame is dead to me, in my opinion, um, for a number <laughs> of reasons. But it's just it's not fun anymore. So. I didn't think people enjoyed the leveling experience that much that they would want it to be a seasonal fucking thing. I had no idea that was a class, if you will. Yeah. It is what it is. Apparently that's what people want. I guess. My speaking of you, speaking man. of New World got even worse since the last time we did a show. Dude. <laughs> Can they not? Apparently not. I mean, it's it's a fun game. No, let me rephrase that. I find the game very boring. Um, mainly because I don't PvP and the game is built around PvP. I tried to justify the PvP PvE side of it, and there's just not enough meat on that bone. It's a very very if you strip the PvP from it, it just it's not not 
for me. But even the PvP stuff, they put a patch in to fix the no one moving during wars, and it just broke the rest of the game. So it's um, it sucks. But uh, I keep seeing the memes for uh, help us ashes of creation, you're our only hope and whatnot. <laughs> If that game sucks, you know, like the genre is as, all but dead, as, in my opinion. As much as I really hope that the game is everything that it's promised to be. Early on, I was really, really interested, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I was really interested. Obviously, you take everything they say with a grain of salt, yeah. sand, whatever the saying is. But... um. I don't I don't know. Like, I'm just not as excited for it anymore. I I think the game could come out and be like amazing. And I don't know if I'd care. There's a lot about the direct like like the way that they're handling mounts. Like, I don't really care for that. Mm -hmm. I don't in those types of games. I'm definitely more of a collector. And so that's what I enjoy so much about. Wow. Was mount farming. Yeah, it's one of the and, beauties of going and back. transmog. Old yeah, content and, and all that stuff. It was it had a looking meaning. Looking cool. The whole package. Yeah. And if if I don't know. I don't, and it seems like they they also incorporated some like granted I haven't watched an update stream in forever, but they incorporated some same stuff that like new world has with like building up cities and taxes, depending on where yeah, you they've, are. They've had that in for forever. It's been there for a while. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't bite it. It they've had this idea for a very long time. I mean, everyone gets it from dark age of Camelot. That was the original ones to try and do this, like economy within everything. Mm. Um, but that had RVR realm versus realm where there was progression the most genius way of doing that was Warhammer Online. Um, I, it sucks because the yeah. game could have could have been a WoW competitor if it was actually handled correctly. But uh, the PvP in that game was fantastic. But the way they originally wanted RVR to work, it did not pan out that way. Was you would have a starting battleground and you would have to progress into eventually sacking the major city of the opposing faction. And then for an hour after the city was taken over, uh, the folks who won the city would get all sorts of treasure and rewards. And the ones who lost couldn't even access vendors in the city till the hour was complete because like the city would be destroyed and in disarray. And then they would have high taxes and all of this crazy stuff after it came back to try and rebuild the city, quote unquote, until the Mm. next war took place. So it was this whole progression system of PVP that actually made sense and had impact Right. No one's been able to do it. Even they couldn't do it. They were too ambitious. <laughs> so <laughs> great in theory. No one has been able to nail the the theory into action, unfortunately. Yeah. I I, I just I don't know. I I I don't know that when that game comes out, I'm really gonna I don't know that I'm really gonna care. We'll hey. see. I I mean, if you like collecting, Swotorn ESO are great for collecting too, by the way. Yes. That's it, and there's uh, there's so many there's so many just solid choices right now. Yeah, really depends I mean, what you want to do and and how you want to play yeah. games. Uh, I've heard great things about Guardians of the Galaxy. I got it for free with my new laptop, but um, I have not played it yet. I'm gonna finish Far Cry f- before I play that. So 
aside from that, that's video games. But you did get to watch these two episodes of Twilight Zone, right? I did. So the first one is season three, episode eight. It's a good life. Um, this one's creepy as fuck. I yeah. Uh, basically, the premise is <laughs> yeah. there's this little kid, can probably like seven or eight, um, and he can do whatever he wants with his mind, essentially. Uh, that includes killing people. That includes what does he do? He gives the dog three heads and throws it out yeah, to the cornfield. Yeah, he morphs. He can morph things. Uh, and um, essentially, it's it's stuck in this little town in the middle of I think it's Ohio, uh, mm-hmm. and no one can leave. And everyone has to keep him happy because he can read their thoughts. So they have to keep pretending to be happy with their thoughts. Think about how difficult that is and not think bad things about him or say bad things about him because he'll react very uh, violently as he does to the one guy. Play the music he likes, watch the television he invents. Yep. Everything. Yeah. The one guy just wanted to listen to his Perry Como record for his birthday and he turns him into a creepy ass Jack in the Box. Creepy. Like... (sighs) Literally for the sixties, this shit was was horrifying. It's the guy's head on the edge of a spring going back and forth as the Jack of the Box song. Jack of the Boxes are creepy on their own, let alone a guy yeah. you just saw as a human two seconds ago. Yeah. So um but yeah, just the way they they uh frame that, um it kind of does dig into the almost the horror aspect of it. It's almost like oh, 100%. It's almost something that if you remade that now, you could really make it dark and creepy. Um, and it's one of the ones I think that that pulls less from the sci fi aspect and plays more into the horror when it comes to yeah. uh, Twilight Zone. That was cool. I, I uh, man, what when he distracted him, he's like, what, what's his face? I forget the guy's name. He's basically drunk at that point, but he's distracting the kid. He's like, quick get him get him while he's focused on me yeah and nobody moved and we saw why and then he would send things out to the cornfield it was just like yeah send him out to the done field. with him be like i'm gonna and then everyone would have to go oh that's just fine andy that's just fine that's real good that you did that also, there's like no electricity and technology and stuff, right? He got rid of all of that, except for the TV that he invented. Like he controls. Yeah, because he had the, the show with the dinosaurs fighting or whatever. Yeah. Because even then they were like, that's real good TV that you made there. And well, you could see everyone's disturbed faces while they're watching it. Like it's some horrifying act that's being played out in this kid's mind on the television. Yeah. And uh, they're like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's it's very unsettling, uh, especially if you have kids. <laughs> oh, it's really creepy. Um, it's it's definitely one of the the more uh, creepy episodes of the entire series. I like I like this one. It is one of my favorites. Um, uh, there's some notable actors uh, in it as well. Uh, but and that kid, he was in a bunch of stuff as a kid. Um, he's still alive. I looked it up on IMDb. Uh, one, is he? Of, one of the few yeah because you figure he's like eight in that so he's it's true he's in his 60s um but uh yeah there's lots of uh notable folks it's a classic this one's considered the fifth best of all time according to this list i would say it probably ranks up there uh as well um but not much to it on this one it's kind of a straightforward story about a creepy ass kid who 
does whatever the hell he wants and tortures basically an entire town. He's a little son of a bitch. And he turned the one lady's brain to mush, the ant. Yeah. She's like barely yeah. functioning. <laughs> they have to like walk her around and I, she just sits outside all day because he, he just Such like, a weird. Yeah, it's it's creepy. Um, the other one is to serve man. Season three, episode 24. Uh, this one is one of the most iconic episodes of all time. Uh, everybody knows this one. If you show them a picture of it, um, the plot twist is right in front of your face because it's the title. <laughs> and no one, no one, no one <laughs> can see it until it's revealed halfway through the episode. So if you've never seen this one, aliens come to the earth. They say that they want to help advance mankind uh, and, you know, they have the cure for cancer and they have ways to improve mm -hmm. agriculture and blah, 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 blah. And ironically, and given the time period, the only one who doesn't trust them is the Russian delegate at the UN. Did you notice that? <laughs> Good pickup. <laughs> yeah, it's the only one that doesn't trust him is the Russian guy. And that's amusing to me because nobody liked the Russians in the 60s in America. The Cold War, like everyone was scared they were going to shoot nukes uh so also communism so it was it was uh it was a whole thing mm -hmm. but um yeah the the plot was in the title to serve man because they're decoding the book that they left at the united nations and then they decode it after like almost the whole episode and it's like to serve man right to serve man well no they mean to serve man as food they're basically taking the earth and turning everyone into cattle, which is why they're trying to feed everyone really good stuff. <laughs> we are essentially grade A Japanese Kobe beef for these aliens. The Kanemits is what they're called. Um, Pretty clever. Now, for modern standards, they just look like a bunch of really tall dudes that are high. Yeah, nine foot tall. Yeah, by modern standards. But back then... I'm sure it was a little bit uh, troublesome, if you will, looking at them and and uh, being like, whoa, but they That's are a good point. They are very funny now to look at. I will say that I don't often say that about the show because I always try and take it in context for what it was made. But they are really funny looking if you watch it now. <laughs> That's a good point. But I don't let it affect how I enjoy the uh, the episode. So it's still uh it's still up there with me. I'm trying to think. There's, I think there's. Nom, 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 nom. Is this the one that has. I've thought somebody famous was in this one. Top cast. I'm looking on IMDb Boy right now. Bachner, Richard Keel, Susan Cummings, Joseph no. Ruskin, Hardy Albright, Theodore. Marcuse. Oh, yes. Okay. So the guy who plays the Canimate is Richard Keel. Richard Keel is Jaws in the James Bond movies. That's the connection I was trying to make. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's Jaws. Oh, my gosh. I just clicked on his picture. He, he did not age well. Dun, 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 Yeah. Man, oh, remember, remember, remember if you were Jaws in Goldeneye and someone else was Odd Job and you straight up could not melee them. <laughs> and Odd Job would just hear, smack you at your ankles. 
Did you hear they might be bringing 007 to uh, the Switch expansion? Pass? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, uh, once they said the the which I upgraded, by the way, uh, and I've been playing with um, the Sega games are way more fun than the, than the N64, in, in my opinion. I have uh, I haven't upgraded yet. I have to. I just beat Golden Axe the other night. Uh, really? <laughs> yes. I was so excited. I loved that game as a kid. Damn. Uh, so. Um, yeah, that was the first thing I thought of when they said uh, N64. I was like, oh, they're going to do Goldeneye. They're going to do online multiplayer and people are going to freak out. To. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to freak out. If that happens, I have to get the N64 controller. I don't have a choice. Uh, I'm I'm buying one. Reg- I'm buying one just because I have the Mario Party. Superstars. Have you tried to play like uh, um, Goldeneye with a dual analog? No, it's it's so awkward and painful. I don't think I want the to. The game was made for single analog stick. Yeah, I don't think I want to. Made for single analog. So, yeah, I don't I don't, I don't personally like it unless someone out there has modded it or something, but I, I don't like it. But yeah, um, this Twilight episode, again, it's one of the most famous of all time. Uh, I like that it's the, the plot twist <laughs> is in your face and you were, saw it from the beginning and you didn't see it. But you um, didn't. No, you didn't. You know, but... I love the way it shows how humanity would act during uh, an alien. I don't want to say invasion, but an alien visit would be all skittish and crazy at first. But if they started giving us gifts, everyone, including myself, probably would be like, oh, this is good. We're friends. You never think of an alien invasion as subversive and deceitful. You always think of it as Independence Day. Uh, So or Mars Attacks. Or Mars Attacks. <laughs> I saw that movie in the theater with my girlfriend <laughs> in junior high school. Um, so, yeah, you always see it that way. So it's a, it's a very interesting twist on how to bring um, an alien invasion of sorts uh, to life in a much, much different manner than we're used to seeing. Speaking of aliens, and I think they're aliens because I've never seen the movies. The movies A Quiet Place. You've seen those? Yes. Are they aliens? I, are they just monsters? I assume you could classify them as aliens. I I would say yes. <laughs> They're making a survival horror game based on A Quiet Place. Hasn't it already been made? I'm just relaying information to you, Michael. I, f- I feel like that game exists already. I don't know. You just can't make it's noise. It's like an asymmetrical killer. I think it was once called Evolve. Oh, God, Evolve. Oh, my Lord. Remember that game? I do remember that game. That was like when we first started streaming. Evolve came out. That was back. I, I remember feel watching, like that's been done. I remember watching Co play that. Good times. Good times. Um, those movies are am- amazing. Have you have you not seen them? No. You need to. One hundred percent. You need to. The first one, at least. Is this game still online? I'm super curious. Evolve. You'll be able to access Legacy Evolve after the day dead. Oh, so they did have a server shut down. Yeah. And not surprised. June 1st, 2018. Not surprised. So you can play the original retail version of the game. There's very few. There's very few asymmetric games like that. That. Are still around. Dead by Daylight being probably the most successful. Mm-hmm. 
But I think Dead by Daylight's so successful, and I can't take credit for this, but I agree with it, is because, like, in those other games, like Evolve, you could attack the monster, right? Yes. Can't technically attack the monster in DBD. No, you just have to get away from them. You just have to get away. You have means to, like... Mess with them. Mess with the monster, but you can't get away. Right. Or you can't kill it. So and I think that's I I don't know. That's the only thing that's different from every other game. That, yeah, that's like that. True. Because isn't Friday the 13th has a Dead you by could Daylight. Kill Jason. Oh, you could kill him. OK. Yeah. OK. Interesting. Very interesting. I never played. Mm-hmm. And the only game I've played is Dead by Daylight. You also. Uh, yeah, I we need to play that again. Do I own it? We, you do. <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I bought it or something. <laughs> you should have done that for Halloween. Part of the Halloween thing. Dead by Daylight. Yeah, we'll do it Damn. next year. It's time for Christmas games, Mike. Allie's. Well, I I'll, you can let me into this, too. Already eyeing up the Christmas decorations. I since we're out of town this weekend, we're not going to do it. But next weekend, we're going to do it. <laughs> I think I've like fully embraced just kind of skipping over Thanksgiving and just Making Thanksgiving no, 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 a no, no, lump sum no, no, no. part of Christmas. Thanksgiving is part of Christmas. It is food yes. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That's like I've instead of separating it, I've lumped it. You are now part of the Christmas celebration. Yeah. Christmas is a season, not a day. Christmas giving. I'm down. <laughs> uh I was on Halloween night. I was just like, man, Daniel, I cannot wait for this night to be over. <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> Where it's socially I love, acceptable. I love Halloween. Love it. Allie watched it for the first time. Speaking oh, of which. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. For the obvious reasons? Yes. <laughs> yes. And like the. So, man, we could be watching. Uh, you named like the least. Mo- <laughs> I don't know. If High School Musical had a jump scare in it, it would freak her out. Yeah. Okay, so that's the type of like what we're engaging with. And she watches this and she oh, I have to give her credit. She didn't like jump out of the couch, but I would say probably a little less than halfway through. She immediately took her phone out. She had to be like she had to be semi distracted with her phone in order to make it through the movie. She's like, I can't I can't focus on this. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen the new ones. I've only seen the old one, but it's pretty. It, it, like it's, I said, it. I, it's a six or seven out of ten. It's not like this. It, the cinema, it, the move, like the movie itself, obviously is better. Did you watch Halloween Kills? No. Okay, I'm curious what you think of that. Which one was that? That's the newest one that came out on Peacock. Who's in that? Michael Myers. That's the new Halloween. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did see that. I saw. I didn't say that. I didn't see it. I saw the, the that it came out cover art all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was curious if you watched that. Did you know the original Halloween? You know, their budget was only like 300 K. Oh, yeah. They had like nothing. 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 Also, no one knew who Jamie Lee Curtis was before that. Which is insane. Yep. And now it's a cult classic. 
which is usually well, how cult and, and classics work. And that was the work. first real horror movie, like gory horror movie, that made it to the big screens. Yeah. And that movie opened up the door for Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. And like without Halloween, those movies would have never would wouldn't exist. Yeah, of course, because they all were chasing just like when PUBG came out and everyone's chasing the, the Battle Royale. Mm hmm. Yeah. They were chasing the slashers. Fuck Battle Royales, man. I'm so sick of this shit. <laughs> Can Fortnite just die? No, it's too much money. Fuck. What, you could pay $20 for a skin? I bet. I bet my ass I can. <laughs> Before we run out of time, Dune. Amazing. I So I haven't read the books for 20-something years. Um, I bought the first one on Audible. It is... I forgot most of it until I started watching and they just started talking and it all came rushing back to me. That's how good of a story is told in Dune. Um, it. That movie, well, two and a half hours. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dude, like that. Yep. It was awesome to the point where I enjoyed it so much. I didn't even want to look at reviews because I know someone's going to be knocking it for something because it, because the because of how popular the, the books are. Right. So, of course, people are going to have something to say. So I just I didn't even want to look at anything. I just wanted to know that I enjoyed it and to just to continue on. I saw a few like negative comments and whatnot. I never saw anything substantial where people would be like, oh, this is bad. That's good. I feel like when this is done, this part of the story, it will be on par with Lord of the Rings for me. Was it Pete who said this is was essentially a third of the first book? It's it's a little less than half. A little less than half. Do you think the next movie continues with this book or moves on to the next? It'll finish this book. Two movies for one book. I think they should have did three, but. There's a, there's how many books are there? Nine, 10, 11. There's a, there's a lot, but the first one's the most iconic. And that's what the for old movie is based on as well. And it does complete. That's, that's a, awesome. It does complete a story in the universe. So it's kind of important. Oh, does it? OK, so they could essentially wrap up the first book and it would be. You it's could, essentially you could do a trilogy. It's essentially completing uh, the story the same way. Um, I'm trying to relate it to something else. So did, you didn't beat Red Dead Redemption. Um, trying to think of a movie or something. So Star Wars, it essentially would be the same way that Return of the Jedi ends. So it completes a thought, but then you have Mandalorian. Then you have the sequel trilogy. The prequel trilogy is also out there. You have Bad Batch, you have Clone Wars. That's how fleshed out the, the Dune universe is. And wow. that's, well, that's why HBO is investing in it and Warner Brothers. Because they want, everyone saw what Game of Thrones did. Everyone saw what Disney's doing with Marvel and with Star Wars now. Because Disney hit gold with the Marvel movies. They tried to do it with Star Wars, didn't work. But now the Star Wars TV shows are fleshing out that universe the way they want to tell the story. Cause if you hear, you saw the book of Boba Fett trailer. Yes, I did. Did you hear whose voice is in that? 
Din, mm-hmm. the Mandalorian's voice, is in that trailer. Really? Yes. So 120% chance that he shows up in the show, just like Boba was just in his show. So hmm. that type of storytelling is the new meta. Uh, Game of Thrones was the proof of concept on that. I don't give a shit if you like the last season or not. That's not the point. The point is the show lasted that long. And the prequel show is about to debut next year. Um, Amazon's doing the same thing with Lord of the Rings. Netflix paid a shitload of money for Narnia. If you don't do you think, think Amazon that all of these intellectual you- properties are being developed for long term storytelling through multiple mediums, you're fucking stupid. Good. Good. I enjoyed the guy. I enjoyed that ride. I enjoyed Lord of the Rings ride. I remember being a kid and my parents taking us like as those movies came out, you mm-hmm. got excited to go and see the next installment, how the story is going to continue. I think Marvel, that was exciting. Marvel did it more grandiose than anyone could even fathom, in my opinion. True. Um, True. But I would be more into like this Dune than I like. I would probably be more excited about this. The Dune thing over like the next Marvel well, they they confirm that Dune Part Two will be will come out um, theater only, right? Yes, D- Dennis yeah. uh, Denis Villeneuve, or I don't know really how to say his name. I don't want to butcher it. He was really upset that the movie was available on HBO Max. Um, it still grossed over forty million dollars at the box office and got like an insane amount of views on HBO Max. So they knew it was working. They're not going to get the full ROI that they wanted if it was in theaters. But by the time Dune 2 comes out, I'm sure that theaters will be pretty much back to normal. Um, So. Or this could make it back to normal. I mean, Disney is done with Disney Plus early release. Um, Shang-Chi was theaters only. Um, Now they're coming to streaming way quicker than normal. I'll say that. But so Disney's done with the with the premium access. Yeah, Shang Chi was not available on premium access, and but it isn't like Jungle Cruise still fucking premium access, like the twelfth or something like they that. Just, Some, something insane. They just lift. Well, yeah, t- Jungle Cruise is premium access till Disney Plus Day, which is next Friday. Um, yeah, why? Because that's one of the last movies that they did premium access. For instance, Black Widow is not premium access anymore, and you can watch it on Disney Plus. I thought that's because she won her lawsuit. No. Or, ha- or not, not one had something to do with her lawsuit. No, because again, I, I mean, they might have done it like a week or two early for the for that, but the plan mm. was always to end premium access after X amount of days. But Shang Chi is available on Disney Plus a week from Friday, and it came out what in August, end of August. That makes Disney Plus a really good deal. Disney Plus is still a very good deal. So is HBO Max. I don't think you need anything else right now, to be honest. <laughs> I, I Well, I mean, I have the Hulu bundle with the Disney Plus and we also have HBO with ESPN. Max. If you like hockey, too, that's a good bundle because all the stuff's on ESPN plus. Um, so the Disney stuff is good, but that's how storytelling is going to go now. And, you know, the rumor is, is that if they're going to venture beyond the movie is that HBO wants to make a show called Sisters of the Dunes about the Bene Gesserit. So we can flesh that lore out about who they are and Paul's mother and all that stuff. So it's it's that would be trippy. It's interesting. With the, with the whole with the voice. And she was a she was intimidating, dude. 
Oh, the head of the Bene Gesserit? Yeah. The Bene Gesserit yeah. are wild. The more you dig into them, the crazier they are. Uh, everyone's like, oh, they're like Jedi. I'm like, man, really? She like commanded that little kid. She's like, no, you shut the fuck up. What's Come in here. the box? Pain. Stick your hand in this pain box. Fear is the mind killer. Um, <laughs> it, it, there was minor changes uh, from what I remember. And then I looked up. I was like, what's different? So I looked it up. I was like, oh, yeah, that's different. That's different nothing but is it accurate or yes, is it just no it's accurate the there's just like some okay. slight things that they had to change that make it more friendly for the screen um okay. you know like some people were bitching i forget her name uh the one who works for the emperor but basically became one of the fremen she dies oh yeah she she the one that was supposed to help them with the transition she's a dude in the book and people are like oh not a man i'm like i don't care she nailed the role who gives a shit still it still plays the same part. Right. And she's not a main character. It's not like they made. And she Paul, dies. Yeah. And it's not like they made Paul Atreides a woman. Like he's still Paul Atreides and Timothy Chalamet did a fantastic <laughs> job. So I'm. That's such a minor detail to be to be upset about. But that's what some people like to do. They like to get upset about stupid shit, but it fit fine into the storytelling and didn't it, bother it me made, one bit. It made no difference. It made no difference. Yeah, I was. I forgot they made a TV miniseries for Dune too. I should revisit that as well. That's probably so bad. Do you? Do you? Uh, you listen to Audible a lot? Yeah, I'm going through the Ronin book right now. So I bought the Ronin book off your recommendation. Very excited to listen to it. However, I got sidetracked a little bit. It sounds like there's a there's a book on there that I just randomly stumbled upon and. Just, I had credits sitting, so I bought it. It's called Hell Divers. Is that a Halo Dude. book? No. It's an original okay. concept. Think, think, think post-apocalyptic World War Three meets StarCraft. Okay, that's interesting. He- Hell Divers. It's awesome. I cannot reckon. I'm, I'm. I'm almost done the first book and I can't wait to start the second one. It's literally it's so the human race World War three poisoned the earth poisoned. You, you there's so much radiation on the surface that we can't we can't inhabit it anymore. So we inhabit these huge ships that hu- the human race built. And there's only two left that have the rest of the human race and there's this certain class of not class, but there's a certain job of people on these ships. They're called hell divers and their job is to dive from the ships into the earth onto the earth with the radiation and, and dig for fuel cells or anything that they can salvage and pop it back up to the ship. And they discover some pretty freaky mutant things. That's kind of, kind of like Battlestar Galactica a little bit, dude. Highly recommend it. Okay. Awesome. I only have six Thrawn books in front of it, so. <laughs> also, I have to finish the last Aftermath book. That's the problem is once I'm like, oh, I'm going to dive into Star Wars books. It's like, hey, here's a thousand books for you to read. <laughs> the, the, the main character in it, his name is Xavier. He, uh, remember, remember when StarCraft 2 came out? They had the huge trailer and they're going over all the shit and the Marine is getting all laced up. Uh, what's yeah, his yeah, name? Yeah, 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 I remember that. I, for, I, for, I forget his name. In there. And he goes, hell, it's about time. That is exactly what this guy reminds me of. OK, is it a theatrical reading or is it? Um, yes. OK, I like theatrical readings. Yep. 
the Ronin book is is good. Um, it is not it is not in canon Star Wars universe, and I don't mean it's not canon. I mean the universe is completely altered to suit this person's storytelling. So the Jedi actually are part of the Empire, and it's basically a model of feudal Japan thrown into um, the, a version of the Star Wars universe. Cool. So the Jedi have lords, like daimyos okay. from feudal Japan. They're the Empire. And then the Ronin and the Sith are the enemies of that. They're the ones that defected from, from the tribes, or the clans, oh. I should say. And they're actually technically the rebels, if you will. Oh. But they do unsavory shit, like bring the dead back to life and <laughs> all sorts of crazy. You shouldn't do. Yeah. You know, your average Sith stuff. But the cool thing is the dark side of the force in that is a voice. And it talks to the Sith. And it's one of the voices that they use theatrically in the book. So it's fun. It's cool. It's interesting. It's definitely. I would love it if they did some sort of series or more books and fleshed out the universe more. Um, I think it's it's. Interesting. When you mentioned that, that last week. I I I, pay, I nabbed that. I picked it up. Yeah, it's it's good. Definitely, definitely, definitely feeding off of like feudal feudal Japanese, uh, cool. or feudal Japan for. Does it explain the vision episode? The first two chapters are the vision episode. Awesome. So basically, you get a continuation of the episode. Very cool. But it, it has him walking into the village, in the beginning. Cool. The whole altercation. And then, so like a and lot of those stormtroopers you see are actually undead. Yeah. What? She like raised them from the dead. What? Yeah, it's wild. Cool. Gotta listen. All right, yeah. It, yeah. I'll have to bump that one up then. Well, finish your uh, hell divers first. Dude, hell jumpers. Like that's what. That's what was from Halo. Oh no! Yeah, you want Hell Divers audible? The ODST, like nine books. The ODST that would were the first to drop in those drop pods. Mm. Remember the ODST trailer, the live action one, which is one of the best video game trailers that ever existed. I have to revisit it. Oh my I god! Can't. It's I'm gonna yeah. send it to you after the show. It's all in Bul- all right. It's all in Bulgarian. Because <laughs> they just make Remember it like there was gibberish. Supposed to be a Halo show. I know there was a movie. There's cartoons. On They're on Netflix. Yeah. But wasn't there supposed to be a movie? Uh, what's his name? Neil uh, Blomkamp, who made uh, District Nine. Yeah, made like a, a tester for a Halo movie. It was it not? I guess did not. it not land? I don't know. There's a few mm. IPs that I'm always curious, like Halo, Elder Scrolls. Supposedly, there's a rumor that Elder uh, Bethesda signed a TV deal with with Showtime or something to make Elder that Scrolls. Be, that, if that's done right, that that could be. I mean, again, it feeds into what we said before. Everyone wants to tell, take these IPs and tell stories through multiple mediums. Yeah. So. All right. I have to run to a meeting. Literally in eight minutes. So. Damn, we're we're, cutting it close. We're going to we're going to we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening to episode 25 of the old fashioned podcast with me and Mike, a.k.a. metric underscore methods with a Z on Twitter. Yes. So uh, head over, head over to to him and say hello. Uh, you can follow Old Fashioned Pod on Twitter. Old Fashioned Pod is the is the at. Uh, we're on Facebook too as well, and uh, everything we do is on raredrop.co. So you can go there, click uh, entertainment, and then click on the logo, and you can go back and listen to the old episodes. Um, but cool, that's it for this one. Episode twenty five is in the books. Dune was great. 
Twilight Zone was great. We're doing Squid Game next week, right, Mike? Yes, sir. All right. I got to start watching Squid Game. So I will see you Same. next week when we talk about Squid Game. You all have a good one. And thanks for listening. And I don't know how to end this, Mike. How do we end this? That's a wrap. Peace. Well, folks.